Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Our podcasts are all about your home. We talk about kitchens, baths, tile, appliances, and more. You name it, we chat about it. If you want to know more about me, go to nancyhugo.com or email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And now on with the show. Well, last March 11th, Les Sturdivant, who is the owner-designer of Designer Dream Kitchen Studio in Scottsdale, was my guest, and we talked about the evolution of kitchens from 1950 through 1990s, and he was going to come back, and we were going to continue with 2000 to the present. Well, the pandemic happened, and a lot of other minutiae happened, and we just never could get together, but now we're doing this remotely, and Les is uh, here with us. Hey, Les, thanks for joining me today. Well, thank you, Nancy, for inviting me back. It seems like it was just yesterday, but by the same token, it seems like it's been a long time, huh? Yes. Uh, I don't know about everybody else out there, but time seems to go by fast, but yet dragging on. I agree with you. So let's get to uh, what we were going to talk about Unfortunately, or I should say fortunately, people can go back to listen to the March 11th podcast and they'll learn about what we talked about, the changes from 1950s, the the 60s, all the way through to the 90s. It was really interesting. Don't you agree? It it was a lot of uh, nostalgia for, for the both of us going back to those days, huh? Yes, definitely. Well, let's start with the year 2000. I know that the white kitchen was very popular in those days, which seems like yesterday, but it was 20 years ago. So um, white kitchens, what do you think? White kitchens, yeah, 2000, probably a little bit sooner than that for me uh, that it started, but uh, definitely they were coming on strong uh, in the early 2000s, uh, getting away from the dark wooden cabinets uh, and still very much a feeling that, that that we have today with kitchens today, although it's more interesting today with the different elements that are being that are being uh, brought into the same spaces. Uh, yeah, but arguably the most popular kitchen cabinet uh, color then and still is today. I agree. I agree. But also in the 2000, I think people went overboard. Everything was white. The backsplash, the countertop, the flooring, the walls. It's too antiseptic. Uh, It was more like a hospital operating room. Um, And I think it took a while, but people started saying, you know what, we're tired of the all white. We got to change. And I think that was around a couple of years after that, people started going with the black countertops and the white kitchens, that very strong contrast. Um, no, it was popular for a while. So let's move on to the architecture. In the decade, starting 2000, I found that McMansions were real popular. Um, everything was big, oversized, right? Yes, yes, it was. Um, and we're still, that's sort of a resurgence in the past few years. I'm seeing that gravitate back to some degree probably not the way it was back then but uh kind of kind of happening again uh Mm -hmm. but in a little bit different way i think the spaces are being utilized differently so even though some of these homes are large still uh the rooms inside are, are being configured differently i think in those days in um which wasn't that long ago the mcmansion selling point was 
bigger is better. And there was so much, I agree with you, so much space that wasn't utilized. It was just like, okay, a lot of real estate, they were paying so much for the square footage and it was empty. I remember going into master bathrooms and it could be like a dance floor in the middle of the bathroom. And many of the kitchens that I worked in were so oversized that you found yourself putting two islands in there just to take up the space, right? Yeah, and I mean, we definitely gravitated away from the the original concept of everything being uh, within a reasonable, practical distance of the appliances. I mean, you know, the the uh, the triangle, as we used to call it in, in the early days, kind of went in, in the opposite direction, whereas you had to walk a, a half a mile to get from the refrigerator to, to the stove. Oh, I find that or maybe it was right around that time, I was using a lot of task areas just for that reason. So task areas would work if you had a baking area and you added a sink and it was by the stove. And then you had your prep area, your cleaning area. And that was so that you didn't have to run all over the kitchen just to do one task. Uh, so that was interesting. But I think um, it kind of wore thin. A lot of people started realizing. And then too, with um, the idea of uh, ecology and saving on air conditioning and electricity, maybe they found that having these huge houses where they really didn't utilize it was not worth the money that they were spending. Right? I believe that's that's a strong, strong possibility. That was a driving reason for uh, Father changes in 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 practic how how monies was spent to you know entered into the into the picture. Uh, yeah, I agree. So then we move to the two thousand decade, and that's when uh, the open shelf uh, in the kitchens became popular. I think people started to. Um, kind of like the idea of not having so many wall cabinets. And so they wanted to break up the space with some color on the shelves. There you go with the color in the white kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that, you know, you, you, you're talking about like 2010 on in, in, in that, mm -hmm. that time period, that um, open shelving. We, we kind of reversed uh, ways of, or people kind of reversed ways of thinking where everything had to be closed up and, and no dust and and such and and the more open spaces became more popular and and and, and utilized like you say for uh, for bringing in a, a secondary or in in many cases a, a third finish different types of, of materials and and the shelves was one element of that that it gives the opportunity of uh, floating shelves we haven't kind of mentioned that but but floating shelves mm -hmm. kind of start to take with thick floating as opposed to shelves uh, hung by brackets. Right, right. They be And they're still popular today. But along with that, I think the open floor plan became very popular. Um, I know here in Arizona, we do a lot of open floor plans. But then when I read what people have back east, they don't have, they still have the compartment houses. They still have the dining room, the kitchen, the family room. And here it's commonplace for us to open up the whole living area. Yes, the spaces are still, even even when it's a smaller scale, it's a good comparison to back east because we're both from back east. And uh, you, you, you tend to utilize smaller spaces uh, 
as efficiently as you can, because that's really all you have to work with. We're, we're here, uh, we, we do have uh, in secondary spaces, pantries, buckless pantries and whatnot sometimes uh, come into the picture as well. But also here, I've worked on a lot of houses where they did have the kitchen that was closed off from the dining room or the family room. And I've suggested and we've opened up the walls so that they do have an open floor plan. So definitely that's been more popular here. I don't know why they still don't do it as much back east, but I like the open floor plan. I'm definitely a proponent of that. And with that being said... Um, I'm going to ask you a question, Les. How do we ever live in this hot weather? Um, it's getting hotter every day. Right now we're up to, uh, this week it'll be 110 degrees. So every room that we have here in Arizona usually has a ceiling fan, right? It does. It's a necessity. It is. I it is. I, I don't think I shut mine off 12, 12 months out of the year since I've moved here. No, mine just keeps going constantly. We, when we sleep, it's still on. It keeps, uh, helps to keep the air conditioning bills down. Well, Premier Lighting is having a fantastic fan sale going on till the end of June, and they carry these fantastic modern form fans. That's a mouthful. But these fans can be used indoors and outdoors. They come with and without LED light kits. They have many styles and finishes. So if you have high ceilings or large rooms, they're available in 120 inch width, which is a darn big fan. So if you work in your garage on your cars or hobbies, then the best thing to do is put a fan in that area, and modern form fans would be great. Premier Lighting is located in Scottsdale, but if you live out of state or just want to shop from home, go to their website, shoppremier.com. That's shoppremier.com, and they do ship, so you can definitely go on their website, spend a little money, and have them ship it to you. But if you want to call them, they're available at 623 907 2669. So that's shoppremier.com. I love their fans. Back to now we just meandered into 2020. This is um this is gonna be a famous year, huh? Yeah, we had really high expectations, and I think we're gonna get back there at some point in time. But the way we looked at 2020 at the end of December is a little bit different from the way we've looked at in the past two and a half months, isn't it? Well, yeah, but we're going we're gonna to keep on our subject here. Kitchens, which have been white and maybe uh, added a, a little color in the past uh, since 2000, now 2020. Do you see a big change in the color of the kitchens? Well, what I'm seeing, of, of course, uh, if I may put a little uh, input in from, from my particular uh, products, uh, Friday are just opened up uh, boxes of samples from Nalty, my German cabinet manufacturer, and real exciting colors. And a lot of this does start in, in Italy and in, in Germany and makes its way to the U.S. We have blueberries, olives, metals, concretes, and all these finish and wood finishes, different grains and so forth, uh, glass, uh, graffiti patterns, all these exciting things that can that can be utilized today. And it goes in a lot of, the fun thing about designing a kitchen today, I'm sure you find find it true too, is that there's so many different exciting things that, that we can do. 
whereas going back the years that we were talking about in the past, you kind of had defined trends that stayed for a period of time. Now there's a lot of things that are that can be personalized to an individual client's taste. And I think it's going to show a more of a lighthearted, fun feeling when we do the kitchens with these different colors and different finishes. So um, absolutely, absolutely, and it's yeah. using uh, natural materials too. The you know, including stones, like I say, the concretes and the different things, which are uh, sustainable products too, which has another kind of plus to it that I'm everyone realizes that they're actually what what they're doing but but we're bringing natural uh, m materials in into the besides just wood or just paint uh, so it's it's just so much fun to, to work with all these all these exciting oh, things I agree. today more textures more colors more different finishes rather than the same old same old well also the big news for um, well we're getting into technology, but we've had the smart home for the past couple of years. Actually, the smart home started in 1998, but it's really taken a hold with smart appliances. Everything you touch is smart. You can even get down to your smart coffee pots and your smart instant uh, Instapots and your start smart crock pots. And boy, that's a mouthful. Um, but everything seems to be smart. Um, and no, I don't think we're going to be able to buy any dumb appliances in the future. Um, I, I want to talk to you about the changes that we're going to see in home design because of this pandemic. I think um, a lot of this is out of necessity. But number one on my list is more food storage in the kitchens. Um, we can tell because when I go to the supermarket, there's no food left. Well, somebody's buying it, and where the heck are they storing it, Les? Yeah, uh, larger freezers, refrigerators. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think, I think as as this year progresses, as we as we're designing kitchens now for people, this is definitely a, a, an important element to to start anticipating to. Uh, integrate in in addition to other spaces, uh, home offices, oh yeah, home exercise areas that uh, every everyone thought of of doing those activities outside of the home, uh, and and even the people who have been forced into it the past three months, uh, some of them kind of liking it, and some of their employers are kind of liking it too, so uh, that that's all going to come into play for us as we. As, as we help people uh, design their, their cabinetry spaces. I remember working in the McMansions. They all had home offices. They all had big exercise rooms. That kind of went away because it was a little oversized. But I think now they're looking at the important spaces. Um, maybe they don't need a living room. They can use a big family room kitchen. But like you said, the home office is going to be a necessity, whether it's a converted closet or a big bedroom, maybe, that uh, one of their kids left and they can turn the bedroom into an office. The exercise room can be um, just the corner of a room with a yoga mat. But I think all of these activities are going to stay in the home. Um, and I also think that people are going to start cooking more. There's always going to be the people that are going to go out to restaurants. Maybe they don't like cooking. But the people who have now been forced into having the time to cook, 
maybe they're enjoying it and they really would like to use more of their kitchen, right? I agree. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree, Nancy. And and also, it's sort of intensified uh, the, the the worthiness of the kitchen of how many activities uh, take place in, in that space from early morning to, to late in, in the day where, you know, people just discuss more their work. They may argue more. They may do, you know, a lot of the things that, that, that maybe I think they're realizing how much of a center we used to, what was the word we used to call the center of the home? The heart right? of the home. The heart of the home. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, uh, uh, well, that was true. It, you know, it's been true for a while. It's really intensified this, this year and, and, and has put the importance on proper design, uh, moving forward in, in, into that space. Well, I think we can say that people are learning more about their house than they ever had before because they're being forced to stay in the house. Certain good things are going to come out of it. Maybe families will spend more time together. We don't know, right? I, I really think so. I think I, I think that's that's what we're going to be seeing, already seeing it. The truth of the matter is I, I've already been experiencing the, the past few weeks. I, I, I've had an increased interest in the kitchens in the in the past month more than I had in January and February. Well, so uh, I agree. I, I think that's I, I think that's true. I think I've cooked more in the past six months than I have in the last ten years, and I'm having fun doing it. So I'm not complaining. Les, this has really been a joy. I think we got a lot of stuff out on the table so um, people can think about what the changes are going to be and what's good for them and what is going to be good for everybody that we work with so that we don't have to say, you know, I think you need a home office. You know, I think you need this. I think people are going to start thinking about that on their own, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yes. So anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited about doing this. Yes, absolutely. I think this is a, this is going to turn out to be a, a good time for us all. I think um, we both agree. We've both been doing kitchen design for many, many, many years, and we still have a lot of fun at it. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, a lot no, of satisfaction, I, I mean, and we oh. get a, well, I don't know about you, but I get a thrill out of seeing the finished product from my drawings. So it's from sketch to reality. That's the way. That's our life. That's what we've been doing for no, so I, long. I I, I wholly uh, I wholeheartedly agree. I I for a long time have taken great pleasure uh, in uh, being a part of of the family activities, knowing that once we're long, I'm long gone and they've forgotten me or until they need me again, that I left a, I left my mark basically in that, uh, hot, hot of the home that, that people are going to, you know, pursue all these activities and moving forward. Oh. And so it's, it's a great incentive to actually really do, do your best, uh, in, in that in that process. Yeah, and I think um, I get satisfaction out of getting back with the people after a couple of years and saying, um, is the kitchen still working for you? And I've never gotten a negative. They always enjoy the kitchen and they're very happy with it. So on that note, I'm going to say, I know you have to go. And I enjoyed this podcast. I hope you did too. And I hope everybody out there uh, enjoyed this podcast and got a lot of information. Be sure to subscribe, rate, 
and comment on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. And don't forget to share them with your friends. If you have any questions for my guest or for myself, please email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And stay safe out there and have a great day. Mm-hmm.